Colectivo Raíces presenta su programa Espejos de Aztlán Información, Arte, Cultura Bienvenidos Buenas noches, Nuevo México. You're here with Froilán Orozco tonight on Espejos Aztlán, and tonight we have a special interview with the local group Las Brujas Janareras. So, for tonight, we're going to go ahead and have them introduce themselves and who they are and what they do. Hi, New Mexico. Um, this is Natalia Toscano. I'm a PhD student in the Department of Chicano Chicana Studies at the University of New Mexico. I'm super excited to be here with everyone. Um, I'm a member of Las Brujas Jaraneras. I've been playing with the collective for about three years now, and I play La Jarana, sometimes like the Quijada. I just started learning how to dance, zapateando, so I'm really excited to share that experience with everyone. Good evening, Nuevo Mexico. Um, my name is Gustavo Garcia. Um, I am also a PhD student in the Department of Chicana and Chicano Studies. Um, I am very excited as well to be here with my colleagues and my friends and my and my comunidad. Um, the instruments that I, that I play are the harana. I'm learning how to play the the guitarra de son, or also known as the requinto, and I know how to zapatear very very little. Hello, everybody. I'm Isaías. I'm super excited to be here with everybody as well. Uh, I'm a member of the Brujas Haraneras. I'm an undergraduate though at University of New Mexico uh, in Latin American Studies. So. We're super excited to share all about this beautiful music called Son Jarrocho um, and just the, the community experience and the, the music making that, that we've come to enjoy and love. So thank you. Yeah, th uh, thanks for sharing that. And we also look forward to hearing from you tonight. And we got a three-part question for you right now. Uh, who are Las Brujas Araneras aside from you all? How did you all start? And then also, what is the philosophy of Las Brujas? So Las Brujas Jaraneras were a collective of community members, students, faculty, staff at UNM. And we just play music together. Um, we play Son Jarocho together. We're just a small collective. There's only three of us today. There's a lot more of us. Um, we have, you know, of course, uh, Dr. Vasquez, other students like Melissa, Moises, and Ra or Rafael, who's also a host, supports us and is our videographer, Froilan, you remember? Um, yeah, that's who Las Brujas are. We're just non-trained musicians learning to play Son Jarocho. Yes, and then in terms of how long it's been, um, Las Brujas has been around, um, I'm not exactly sure how long it's been around, but it's really taken um, a new direction or it's very much come to life over the last two years that we've been playing. Um, and it's been really beautiful to see students from different fields, different departments, different levels, um, different various community people who don't necessarily have a direct relationship to the university coming to play with us, um, local danzantes, um, and, and educators and professors and, and teachers, high school teachers, right? Um, it's, been a, it's been a blessing um, to, to, to really participate in this music making. And so just for some of you who might not know, the Son Jarrocho music is, is rooted in community. It's this community participatory form of song and dance where dozens and up to even hundreds, if you really get a big group of people and community members come together um, to, to play music, to sing, to dance, 
to eat and, and enjoy each other's company. Um, and so it's, it's really become kind of this, this uh, cultural movement that has uh, taken over uh, not only Mexico, but the world. And um, we're just a group that's out here in uh, Albuquerque, but the music is originally from Veracruz. Um, so we'll, I guess we'll get into more of that uh, a little bit later, but. Um, yeah, and I think our philosophy is really built on creating a collective exactly. based off community needs and, and really using Son Jarocho as a tool to kind of create those connections and that sense of home and belonging. Because Son Jarocho is so open, right, mm-hmm. as a its own philosophy is to create a space of learning and love and joy and history through music. And so because Son Jarocho is about anyone who can sing, anyone who can dance, anyone who can pick up an instrument is welcome to participate in Son Jarocho. And Las Brujas Jaraneras also continues to push forward that philosophy of Son Jarocho here in Albuquerque. Additionally, what's really nice and neat about Son Jarocho is that a lot of the lyrics are about community conditions, community experience, the lives of the people in the community. So a lot of the lyrics that we also learn and the lyrics that we play have a very long history that connects us back to pre-colonial times, no? Um, and and some of those histories are then passed down as generations continue um, to, to, to play music. So then when we come to New Mexico, some of those lyrics also come with the music, right? Cultural traditions, practices, ways of understanding the world, ways of interpreting the world, ways of living in the world also become part of the music that we play and the music that we study and learn. Yeah, and uh, we also have a segment of an interview done by one of the instructors from Veracruz who actually specializes in teaching what Son Jarocho is and how to play it. So let's go ahead and go into that segment. El son jarocho es como un conjunto de formas, de, pues es una herencia ¿no? musical, un género que, que tiene mucha influencia pues de Europa, del Caribe, de África, pues es una música incluyente, ¿no? alegre, que pues invita a recrear una tradición constantemente. ¿no? Cuando se toca, normalmente siempre vas recreando y también vas este, recordando la historia de nuestro pueblo, porque pues, en el Son Jarocho se, se cantan coplas que son historias de vida y tienen que ver con lo que se vivía antes, ¿no? con las formas, este, con los valores, ¿no? con la educación, con la convivencia. Así que, pues el son jarocho es una forma de esa comunidad. So, kind of uh, getting to that idea that we just heard from the uh, interview part, what do you all make of that? Does, does it align with some of the things that you, as a group, kind of take up? One of the things that... Uh, our maestros, uh, Julio Cesar Corro, who we just heard from, um, was talking about was the, the historical um, basis of Son Jarocho. 
So Son Jarocho was originally formed in the colonial period and the post-colonial period in Mexico, um, where there were a lot of uh, kind of cultural mixing and, and exchanges that were happening, um, specifically in the coastal state of Veracruz. Um, and that included uh, uh, African peoples that were brought, um, uh, enslaved Africans that were brought to Mexico, um, who also brought with them their musical traditions. So a lot of the rhythms that you hear in Son Jarrocho are based in African traditional rhythms. We also, of course, have the indigenous musical uh, repertoire that, that kind of fused with that and the, the European influences of, of, as well as Arabic influences via Spain, via the, the, um, that, that trade. And so I don't know if somebody wants to comment a little bit more on... Yeah, and I think, um, like Maestro Julio was saying in his interview, a lot of it is about the history and the stories that get told through the versos, through the lyrics. And so you see those experiences that uh, Isaias is talking about in regards to the slave trade, through colonialisms. Um, we see it visible in the lyrics when people talk about their everyday life working in the fields, right, in the sugarcane fields, working on the ports, Um you also hear about, you know, their love stories, their struggles, their mm -hmm. pains, their desires for the future. You hear that all in the lyrics. And so it's beautiful to know that those lyrics have been passed down generation to generation from family to family. And you see how people even contribute to those songs, right? They add on to it. And so you can, you hear, it's like its own archive of story and knowledge from the region of Veracruz. And then as the sones are traveling across Mexico, right, because Son Jarocho has become very popular in Mexico, and because of that has become very popular in the United States, these stories become fused, and it becomes a beautiful network of stories that are fused into one song about you have lyrics from the revolution mm -hmm. to lyrics uh, that are, struck, you know, talking and singing about um, fighting against the current political moment today. And so it was beautiful to see how time and history become overlapped in the songs. And, and Maestro Julio talks about that a little bit when he's describing even the history and the moment of Son Jarocho, really. Yeah, and just to provide a little bit of context, this past summer we had an, we had the opportunity to go down to Veracruz, specifically Tlacotalpan, and to be there with him for about a week. So during that time, we had an opportunity to, to learn how to play the harana. We had an opportunity to play the guitarra de sonor de requinto. And we had an opportunity to really get to know more about the story of Tlacotalpan and the role that Son Jarocho plays in the community, in schools, in, in everyday life. Yeah, and even how Tlacotalpan is very important to Son Jarocho itself, right? That's it's right. A, it's a very mutual relationship that they have. And Yeah, and, and just for, uh, before we go too much into the Veracruz uh, trip, which is going to be the next segment, we're going to go ahead and sample some of the Son Jarocho music that uh, is done here uh, at a transnational level. So we're going to hear Chiles Verdes. Uh, it's a modern Son Jarocho retake. So let's listen to that. Thank you. 
tu lado izquierdo Que vivo en tu lado izquierdo Cuando no me veas siente Cuando no me veas siente Que vivo en tu lado izquierdo Que vivo en tu lado izquierdo Cuando no me veas siente Que soy el viento Cuando no me veas siente que vivo en tu lado izquierdo, que soy el viento que muerdo los cabellos de tu frente. Y las horas se marchitan esperando tu regreso. Árboles que en el verano el viento cruza y deshoja como penas amarillas, como lágrimas tan rojas. Todavía siento el calor que nuestros cuerpos Buenas tardes, Nuevo México. You're listening to your Espejos Aslan show here on 89.9 on KUNM. I'm Froilán Orozco. I'm your host for tonight. We're listening to the interview, uh, a live interview here with Las Brujas Jaraneras, and we have uh, Isaías, Natalia, and Gustavo here tonight. So do you all want to comment on the song we just heard? Thank you. So um, that was Radio Radio Jarocho Chiles Verdes with um, Maestro Senin and Chiles Verdes, I felt so appropriate, you know, given that we're in New Mexico and we have green chili everywhere. <laughs> and the fact that there's a song called Chiles Verdes felt really appropriate to share with everyone. Um, and this song specifically has many variations, right? Everyone puts their flavor on it, their, 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 their spices to it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, this version specifically is, a, is more of a romance song, right? Sharing, um, you know, poems of love and, and friendship and desire and... Um, Right, and we also wanted to share this song specifically because Radio Jarocho is a collective of musicians of Son Jarocho in New York. And, you know, similar to us, right, we're, we're jaraneros who are living here in the United States, learning Son Jarocho here from maestros who are traveling across Mexico. And it's just, you know, beautiful to know that there's collectives all across the country, from California to New York to New Mexico, up into Minnesota. And... um because there's so many collectives, right, we, you know, we wanted to seg you know, have this opportunity to share our experience going to Veracruz, right, as jaraneros here from the United States about why we went down to Veracruz to be able to learn more about Son Jarocho, um, to go beyond, you know, working with other collectives in the United States and move away from watching YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and to expand upon that a little bit more, I mean, Son Jarrocho has really spread like wildfire in these last couple decades. It's it's kind of taken on this this momentum that has brought it from this really small regional musical practice that was almost exclusively played in Veracruz to, like I say, a, a global phenomenon. And there's even even jaraneros that have been started to play in, in Tokyo, Japan, and Paris, France, and and so. Um, it's just a really kind of beautiful cultural exchange that, that has happened between um, the Veracruz, where it's from, and, and the world, and, and thinking about how that, that happens. Also, a little, bit, a little bit more to expand is that in the United States, a lot of people have been using it as a way to, to highlight the violence that's taking place against communities of color, working class communities, queer communities, and communities who are being targeted for um, various for, for various reasons, right? So it has taken a political expression that has also brought people together from various parts of the world. You see Son Jarocho at different rallies, you see them at different at different movement building spaces, right? Um, you see that, that chant the chant chanting down the walls, right? So so there has been a lot of movement that links Son Jarocho directly to the political and 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 to structure to critique structurally what's going on in the United States um, with the targeting of specific communities like Latinos, Latinas, Latinxes, and so forth. Right, and uh, before the break, uh, we listened to the collective members talk about uh, the educational journeys to, to Veracruz, uh, Mexico, where faculty, students, and community members participated in a summer course organized by Chicana and Chicano Studies at UNM. Do you all want to elaborate on that experience and what it was uh, that really captivated you going to the state where the Son Jarocho genre uh, kind of developed and expanded from? So part of part of this um, summer study abroad trip um, was in collaboration with the Department of Chicano and Chicana Studies at the University of New Mexico, um, and it was led by Dr. Doris Cariega and Dr. Finney Coleman. And the course was really about examining, um, well, really examining blackness in Mexico while also thinking about cultural production that has taken place in, specifically in Veracruz. So really thinking about food, um, language, um, music, dance, um, Fiestas. Fiestas, <laughs> right, cultural celebrations. So we were there for about two weeks, and we had an opportunity to visit different parts of Veracruz from the north all the way down to the south. Yeah, and one of the experiences that we had was also to link up with uh, musicians who played different types of music in that region. Um, one of them is Son Huasteco, which some of you may be familiar with, um, and that's the Huasteca is also included in Veracruz. So... Uh, that was a really great experience to see how the different kind of elements and, and how, how the music is different, but yet similar to Son Jarocho, even with this, within the state of, of Veracruz and, and how that works. Yeah, and we got to experience the different kinds of music that has been born in Veracruz, right? It's such a rich, diverse place, and it's most famous for Son Jarocho, but like Son, you know, there are other beautiful musical traditions like Son Huasteca, um, that has emerged from that place and now we have the opportunity to learn. And of course, while we were in Veracruz, we went down to Talcotalpan to work with um, Maestro Julio, who has a long relationship with New Mexico, given that, um, you know, New Mexican artist Francisco Lefebvre has gone down several times to help with the cultural center in Talcotalpan and building and creating murals for the community about Son Jarocho. And so that relationship, to Veracruz and Talcotalpan specifically is not new, right? That and it's not 
um, exclusively with Las Brujas, right? We see other musicians um, like Los Jaraneros del Valle who've also sustained a long relationship with Veracruz and maestros all throughout Veracruz. And so Las Brujas is just, we're just another collective, another group of students and people who have a long relationship with Veracruz here in New Mexico, who's been, you know, sustaining Son Jarocho in, the, in New Mexico and in, in the United States, along with many of the other collectives, through our mutual relationships and exchanges with maestros and students and, and young people from Veracruz. And I just want to comment on how beautiful uh, the experience was in Tlacotalpan. I mean, it's one of the most beautiful uh, communities that, that I've ever had the opportunity to visit, specifically thinking about it from a musical perspective. I mean, there were there were kids uh, on the corners of every street, basically, you know, playing song jarrocho. Singing songs, exactly. dancing. I mean, it was incredible. Like, And it, just to see how it was also kind of um, motivated by the youth. And there was mm-hmm. really, like, that was, that was an incredible thing to see how it continues across generations, across It was families. really fun to have, you know, 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds school us every, oh, day, yeah, every day on Son Jarocho, <laughs> on how to use the quijada to yep. how to properly sing certain songs. Yep. It was so much fun. And, and I think the children, right, all the young, the young folks in Tlalcotalpan who made it really enjoyable to be, to be there and to, to, you know, be like, yes, I'm a jaranero. Exactly. Yeah, and it was also really nice. I mean, it was really important, at least for us, to also be there with Julio because of the initiatives that he is running there, right? Specifically with Sonarocho, and and how important he sees that to the to to the to the heart of the community. And also part of what he would share with us was how he would host different events where people would come and 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 stay with him in his home, where he would create initiatives to um, also get Son Jarocho at schools, right? He would build them instruments for free, give it to them for free. He would help make tarimas, right? So he had this whole plot about making a lot of similar-sized tarimas so when there was a big fandango, right, everyone could come together and pretty much collectively make a big tarima that is pretty much housed at these different schools. Um, so I think being there with him, going to his workshop space, learning about the politics of Tlacotalpan, but also seeing the importance of Son Jarocho really gave us a, 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 an even greater understanding of the music and the political and cultural traditions that really stem from it. I also really wanted to mention really quickly that while we were um, learning Son Huasteco, it was an it was a it was an amazing experience to be with Maestro Manolo. Ma- Manolo, who is also learning from a Nahua elder, right? So a lot of the Huasteca music is also very much based on indigenous rhythms, on indigenous um, traditions. That's right. So a lot of what he was sharing with us was the teachings and the and, and everything that he's really learned from, from his elder and, and the music that they play. Yeah, I mean, uh, why don't we go ahead and play a segment of how we can distinguishive variations between Son Huasteca and Son Jarocho for tonight.
So yeah, uh, it's quite a variation, right, for the music genre. Yeah, and that was Maestro uh, Manolo from Tlacuatzin, from the Huasteca region of Veracruz. And what was really cool about working with Maestro Manolo was he was very willing, given that he works with young, you know, elementary school kids to teach them son huasteco, he was really able to explain the variation, right? So son huasteco, obviously there's a lot of violin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually only played with three people versus son jarocho, son de amonton, right? So it's as many people as you can get at a fandango, which really, you know, creates the variation. Um, unfortunately, we, we aren't able to play son huasteco. We're jaraneros and we play son jarocho as las brujas. We can barely play son jarocho, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, untra- as untrained musicians, we do the best we can. Yes. Um, yeah, and maybe for some closing words before we go on to the next segment of uh, Raices with Lewis Head, would you all have some last words? Yes. Um, so we we are we practice every week on Fridays from twelve to two. Twelve to two, and we always have community events. Um, usually every year we'll host a fandango um, where we bring maestros from different parts of the United States and some and maestros from Mexico to come and give us workshops, um, to give lectures, and to talk about the musical traditions from their community, being that Son Jarocho is specific to geographical locations and that different communities have different ways of playing, of lyrics, and, and, and ways of interpreting the world, right? So we have those different things yearly. Um, and we're based out of the Chicano Studies building, which is on UNM's campus. Uh, do you know the address of that specific? Which I believe is 1829 Sigma, Sigma Kai, Road. Kai Road. Yes. Yeah. So. so if anyone ever needs to find us, you can find us there. But like we said, I mean, Son, Son Jarocho and Las Brujas specifically, it's all about creating community and collectivity through Son Jarocho as best as we can. Like we mentioned, we are not musically trained and we all learn together. And, um, you know, we hope that Son Jarocho continues to flourish here in New Mexico for many years to come. So Thanks again for coming uh, tonight to do the interview, and we appreciate you and your time, and I hope uh, all the listeners out there got some more information on what Son Jarocho music is, and this was your Espejos Aslan show, and coming up next is your Raices show with uh, Lewis Head. <laughs>